Hey, Love and Brief listeners, this is Resonant Yes, and I'm so excited for part two of our diaper episode. We have fantastic guests and a lot to get to, so if you haven't listened to part one, go back and listen to that. It's going to make part two make a lot more sense, uh, but sorry, hold on. Oh, that's interesting. The, the light is blinking on our exclusive Love and Brief answering machine circa 1998. Um, sorry, I usually don't do this, but it looks like it's from... Ultra Pampers, one of our guests for this week, so I want to make sure I can check in, make sure everything's okay. Sorry, let, let me just check this really quick. In part one, I mistakenly said Cuddles was the first printed diaper specifically for ABDLs, predating Bambino. Astute listener Duffman promptly corrected us. Classy Comfort was the name of the first ABDL diaper. I knew that, but had Cuddles on the brain... My reputation is ruined and I should feel bad. Welcome to Love in Brief, a brief ABDL advice podcast focused on issues of love. And typically, I would say this is where it's all about love for yourself and love for others and love for your community. But this time, I'm going to say it's part two of an episode about love of diapers. Yeah, those inanimate objects that so many of us love so much. And sometimes they even make us feel loved. And I'm back with two magnificent guest experts um, to talk about diapers, some of the history, some of the brands that we love, and even some of how we you know, think about the category and the different types and different features. So I, I won't belabor this too much, but welcome back to the show, uh, Ultra Pampers and Lou. And since last time, I think when we left off, uh, you know, we we had talked about a couple of sort of big names. We had talked about Mega Max and North Shore. We talked about Little Kings, and the reason why we did that was because these. When I sort of threw a line out there and asked folks, "What are your favorite diapers?" I didn't specify ABDL or medical. Those are the two names that I heard the most right now, just for this moment. However, those are not the only names I heard, and I want to dig into a lightning round and talk through a bunch of other diapers that came in uh, that folks talked about. And in the end of this one, as promised in the last episode, I want to hear about your very favorite diaper of all time from both of you, our guest experts. So Ultra Pampers, Lou, y'all ready to do this? Let's go. We are. Thanks for having us back. Absolutely. So let's dive right back in to kind of where we left off. Um, we had talked about Mega Max. We talked about Little Kings. We talked a little bit about Alpha Gators. I want to dig into some of those that also got mentions, maybe not quite as many mentions, but it was hardly a, a scientific poll. Um, I want to talk about Trest and Carousel. We th These both come from a, an outfit called the ABDL Shop. We've had them on the show before. Let's talk about Carousels first, because I think that was the, the those were sort of the, the first diaper from the ABDL shop, right? Tell me about Carousels, your, your, your memory of sort of the history and your thoughts and opinions on this. Well, I, for one, am very glad to have that design back. I love the, like, all white with the front panel, but then the, like, little stripes on the sides. It's just perfect. So I was happy about that. Now there was a version one and a version two. Lou, did you experience both versions? Did you did you sock away one of them versus another? Is there one that you've enjoyed more than another? I because of advancement in technology, I probably it's tough because there's things about the old ones that will always be the old ones, like the specific plastic, blah blah blah. But like tapes are better, diapers are thicker. 
It's, yeah, they're a little, I think these ones are, the colors are a little off. I know they changed them since they first re, um, started making them, but the colors are a little different from the original ones, and I know I unfortunately didn't, I don't have any of the old ones in my collections, but we'll just have to hoard more of the new ones. <laughs> yeah, I still have, man, uh, half a case of the version twos. And I got to say, the upgrade was significant. The colors did change a little bit. I think they got more saturated, perhaps. But overall, the construction, the tapes, the absorbency, the feel, the fit, everything for me improved with version two. And version one was a blockbuster. Ultra Pampers, do you remember version one when that released and sort of the impact on the community? I do. I, I think I was there when it first got released um, uh, at uh, a particular event, and wow, look at this thing. And uh, they had models there, and they had the table uh, set up to, to vend, and I think pretty much sold out just immediately. Um, so next thing you know, I'm, I'm ordering a case or two and uh, fell in love with them, loved the print, loved the design, loved the construction. Uh, probably did have some trouble with tapes. We could probably do a whole episode just on tapes. Um, <laughs> we sure could. <laughs> uh, and I think it was just one specifically. And that does happen a lot of times where it's just one position that they have trouble with maintaining on the machine and it doesn't have the strength that it's supposed to. And so I agree that the version twos were an upgrade from just a, a practical standpoint and probably from many other uh, aspects. But, you know, it's it's your first love. You know, when that thing came out, loved the original carousels. And uh, I think I've got maybe three bags in a case left. And I, I, it takes a special occasion to, to, to get those out and, and open them up. Um, they're, they're awesome. They, they were, they had the hype behind them when they first came out uh, compared to kind of uh, like Little Kings do today. Mm, yeah, great yeah, product. Tell me, about, tell me about the hype. So there's the product and then there's the hype. Tell me about the hype. Yeah, I think it's human nature to, for, for whatever reason, it's human nature to want what you can't get or what you don't have or what you haven't already experienced, perhaps, you know. Um, and so when they were announced, I, I was fortunate enough to be physically where they were and, and was able to get a sample. Um, and I think this has happened not only with uh, Little Kings and not only with Carousels, but there have been a few other releases, too, where wow, this has just hit the community and social media lets the word get out. This has to be the new best thing. You may be happy as and content as you can be with whatever your current product is, but it's something new. It has a new print on it. It's from a new company. It has this feature or that feature or whatever. Uh, just human nature to want to try something that's, that's, that's different. Even if you know there's a risk, it might not be as good as what you're, you're already experienced with. Yeah, that's interesting because certainly you're right that you know there's sort of this I haven't tried this yet. With Carousel, there was something special, and I can't put my finger on it, but there was something... It Here's what it felt like to me. It felt like one of the first times that I remember an ABDL-specific diaper that it, it felt like had been sort of... Im, like every part of it had been imagined to deliver a, a specific feature. Like it, it was built to be awesome at everything. And I remember trying the version ones and, you know, color and tapes aside, I remember thinking, God, the feel, the plastic, the, the construction, the fit on body, everything just kind of delivered. So, so there's hype like marketing, but then there's hype because stuff just kills. And I think that's what happened with, with Lil Kings as well is that it just killed. It just really delivered. And I felt, I felt that way about carousels, the version two, even more so. And it, that was one of the the more recent sort of big splash 
intros that I remember. The same was true with Barnyards when they first came out. Those were announced at Capcom a few years ago. And I think the capacity was like 6,500 milliliters or something, which at the time was just like, holy shit. Yeah, I think we've experienced a few products that actually were tailored for us as a market, uh, listening to the feedback and taking that yeah. into account, and in some cases being designed by the very people that, that, that want them and that use mm-hmm. them and that know what we're after. So we think about some of the original Bambino products and some of the early ABU products. Frankly, they were just medical diapers that the, the manufacturer agreed to do a, a, a cute print on top of, but the core product was not really uh, much different. And But now we live in an era where... Um, they can actually make all of these features very customized for, for what we as, as a community want or to, to what individuals want as well. You know, you've hit the nail on the head and I think you, you, you got to it, which is that that's what it was. That was the thing with Carousel. It felt like it was designed by somebody who'd been not only in the community, but thinking about the perfect diaper their whole life versus taking an existing medical diaper and putting a really cool print on it. I think that's right. And then they followed up with Trest. So uh, Trest, that was, again, one that we talked about here on the program. Uh, they sold out in in like an hour. It was crazy. Um, and Trest has even struggled to keep stock despite having all of these shipments because there's just been so much. What is it about Trest? Why did Trest have this big splash? Because they're not soupy. Ah, the soupy factor. So Mega Max is the soupy one. What is Trest? Um, the perfect version of an all-white diaper because, yeah, the swell doesn't get all soupy. And they're cut amazing. I've, on either super more curvy people or more straight-bodied people and narrow people, they just fit great across the board. The cut's great. I, yeah, no, they're good. They're I've never gotten to like go a whole day without having to go change a bunch while like out snowboarding or stuff like that. They're they're mm. just good diapers. So it truly is for you, kind of the all day diaper delivers on that promise. Totally, yeah. Like if I'm gonna have like a special weekend with someone, maybe you're not gonna do a trust every the whole time because you know you want to be able to change them and stuff. But yeah, if you're like <laughs> if you're going to a concert or like you're gonna go snowboarding or like. If, flying around all day or something trust is the way to go for sure okay advice to the trust marketing people the next time you print your packaging please put one of those like feature clouds in the corner that just says not soupy not soupy (laughs) the unsoupy diaper (laughs) that's kind of gross i like it um i i still to this day don't understand we even had had the the folks on the show i don't understand why it's called trust i hope somebody explains that to me i don't know what it means is it like trust is that like rest? Because you trust the trust because they're the best in the West. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, trust, that was another one. I mean, they had this ridiculous like 9,000 milliliter capacity. Like you could pour two gallons or something in there. And they even had a demo, I remember, um, online where they, they took like two giant pitchers of blue liquid and, and filled the thing. It was crazy. And I do remember thinking... As you pointed out, this is great unless you want to change <laughs> because you won't change for a day. Uh, but those those had a big impact. We also got a lot of mentions of peekaboos, and I, I referenced this earlier, but um, spelled peak ABU because they came from ABU. There was a, a, a bunch of folks that, that said that they really loved the design on peekaboos and that those were sort of next level for them. W- what experience do you all have with those? 
I love the peekaboos. I think the peekaboos and the, oh my gosh, the Supreme Ultras that ABU came out with, it's, I'm 99% sure it's the same exact diaper. Um, yeah, another great plain white diaper is the Simple and the Simple Ultra. But yeah, the Pikachu's just, it's a good swell, and they're also just super cute print on the front, white diaper for the rest of it, and yeah, they get they do what they need to do. Ultra Pampers, do you have experience with these, and, and what do you think? I, I do, I, and I, I think uh, Lou is spot on. Um, the construction is great, um, uh, really nice, smooth plastic, but I think really the key to it was, was just the artwork. There was something special about that that really spoke to a wide variety of people, honestly, but I think it really kind of key, keyed into the, the furry community. And um, to have the, the, the animals, the, the characters, peeking up from the, the waistband like that or the taping panel like that. There's just something friendly and and um, interesting about that. I think it was an immediate success because of how cleverly they, they did the artwork. Um, yeah, they're, they're a great product. Yeah, so I remember when, when these got big, and I remember thinking how absolutely clever the marketing was on this, right? So they managed to fit the brand name into the name. The name was super clever, Peekaboo. And then they had this character that was kind of iconic, right? Or is kind of iconic. I've even seen hats and shirts with the character printed on them that um, certainly looks like a furry character. Is it maybe a, a fox? I don't know if I have that right. Um, well, well, there are four characters, actually. And uh, maybe that's another thing. Is oh, to, okay. I'm to, picturing the blue one. To get, yeah, right. And, and there is the hat. Like, it's gotten even bigger than the original product itself as a, as a sub-brand, I yeah. think. But this might have been, I don't know positive about this, but I think it might have been the first time that you bought a bag and it came with multiple prints in it. Ah. Or you didn't really know what, what you got, or you, you had several of each uh, in in the bag. Where previously, you just bought one design and the whole bag was full of that design or the whole case was full of that design. Here, you opened the bag and you had one or multiple of, of each print. So, variety well, in one bag. That is super cool. Yeah, that's a big breakthrough. And I can imagine probably a logistical nightmare. Uh, so the fact that they were able to pull that off, way to go, ABU. And just kudos to them for establishing a character and a kind of a, a, a whole package of like, here's, it's a it's a character doing a peekaboo on a thing called peekaboo that also has the brand name in it. It was all very, very clever. And I personally have never been a furry, um, and I still thought it was brilliant. So I don't think it's like a furry only thing, but it certainly did appeal to the many, many ABDLs who also have a furry side to them. So uh, I thought I thought that was really clever. And uh, apparently I'm not the only one. I mean, we, we had folks online. Bacon3 said, uh, ABU Peekaboo are great. Um, I heard from uh, Pat A Little Paradise who said, uh, as you heard, that Peekaboos are a close second behind their little kings. And Be Little Dream Big Ten said, uh, Peekaboos with a stuffer. That's where it's at. So, uh, And said, uh, the wolf is one of my favorites now. So maybe that's a wolf. Maybe I got it wrong, not a fox. Uh, it, it's, it just shows me that I need to spend more time in furrydom. We need to do a diaper fur episode. It's a, it's a giraffe, a raccoon, a husky, and a dragon. Oh. Yeah, and I think ABU, correct me if I'm wrong, but as of now that I can think of, ABU is the only company that does have multiple um, like diaper designs in a pack because they, they have the preschools and then the peekaboos, and those both have different, you get the uh, 
four different designs in the same pack. And then the bunny hops, I believe, has two different designs. And then the dinosaur ones has a couple different designs as well. So, mm. yeah, I guess Tykables does that too, but I'm an ABU yeah. boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, while we're on ABU, I think we have to mention... I got some some feedback on SDKs as well, which I believe is Super Dry Kids. Is that correct? It is. That was the original, yeah. So uh, those were made by ABU. Um, Mary Diaper Couple said SDK from ABU. It's the closest to the Pampers of the 90s that I had as a kid. Uh, Dr. Ted Bermeem said Teddy's and SDK, and we'll talk about Bambino in a second. Uh, something about the white dip in the cute landing zone, right? So this is special, right? So it's it's mostly a white dip with um, just the landing zone. That plastic piece has been printed. And uh, ADH Diaper said uh, ABU, SDK, Dinos, and Kiddos. ABU all fit me great, and I like the padding. So SDK getting some shout-outs. Talk to me about SDK. Tell me about... What what did it mean? Why did it matter? And why did it make an impact? So um, when I saw SDK come out the first time uh, with the first incarnation, I suppose, of ABU, the company, not the company that it is today, um, it, it kind of blew me away because it looked exactly like a scaled-up version of one of my fondest um, uh, baby diapers from the early uh, 1990s, uh, which was um, uh, Pampers Baby Dry. Uh, uh, the taping panel design is very, very similar. Uh, even the blue, uh, the light blue um, uh, top sheet uh, and leg gathers uh, was something you, you hadn't seen before, even though the back shell was white. Um, it just, everything about it was just perfect. Um, and the diaper they have today, by the same name, is uh, ostensibly better in, in every way. But I actually think doesn't capture what the original had uh, oh. as far as reproducing um, that that old uh, that old Pampers look. Um, mm. I had the opportunity to buy a case of the original ones uh, when um, uh, that transition happened, and uh, they they definitely hold a, a special spot, uh, I think. Yeah, and for those who are not familiar, maybe they're furiously Googling right now, but they did have these light blue leg gathers that even when they were folded up, you could see these, and they, they, I assume they still do in the version three, um, they have these light blue leg gathers that when they're, when they're folded up, they just kind of point out the leg gather part in a way that is different than the rest of the diaper. And as you said, the top sheet as well, which is pretty unique. It is, and that reminds me so much of uh, the diapers that I really liked uh, from the late '80s and, and early '90s, and that you yeah. know, I guess my <laughs> my screen name uh, derives from to some degree. That that <laughs> that blue waist shield and all those things those were those were prominent uh, in advertising uh, back then as features that that made something special that that, that you liked, and to yeah. see that reproduced uh, in an adult diaper was awesome. And these were also, or are also, single tape diapers, right? It's one big wide tape to land on that big plastic landing zone. Correct. Yeah. Now, we've already talked about the virtues of single tapes on the previous episode, part one. Um, Lou, tell me about these SDKs. Have you have you tried them? Where do they fit in your diaper pantheon? Definitely in the top five. I uh, their last batch of mediums were printed. I'm not talking smack. I love ABU. I buy cases from them like monthly, but I <laughs> can't buy ABUs until they drop their next batch or P SDKs until they drop the next batch because 
The most recent batch was misprinted of their cushies and their SDKs to where the single tapes were lower. So people that are have bigger hips can't really wear them the same. And, like, I could get a size up, but I'm just going to be stubborn and wait for them to make them properly again. Because, yeah, those are some of my favorite diapers, the SDKs and the kiddos. I Same thing. They just look very baby. The SDKs specifically look like the baby dries. Like, I think they were the original of the little kings and alligators because they just look so baby Mm. so i I like both of those products a a lot uh if i have one complaint about both of them it's just the naming actually and i think it's just trying to be careful about that um separation of worlds right so to have kids in the name of a product um uh was the one thing about it the print and the name of it that that kind of not a big issue, but just just something I thought about. Oh, that's I wish they'd change that. But otherwise, one hundred ten thousand percent agree with you, Ultra Papers. Yeah. It's actually the reason why I've never bought them. Uh, the reason why I have no real experience with them is because that part just creeped me the fuck out. Uh, now I know ABU, and I know that's not their intention, um, but it sure did uh, sure did act as a reason not to buy for me. Um, though I have certainly had uh, experience with some of their other products, so I'm glad you called that out. So I, I do want to go to uh, at least one more um, diaper that gets mentioned quite a lot. We haven't talked about rears, and we haven't talked about tykables. What's up? Where's rears and tykables in your world? We, I mean, safaris, they were a big deal. Barnyards were a big deal. Tykables, like, they haven't come up yet. Where do they fit in your diaper world? Well, I think I've tried uh, pretty much everything that, that Rears makes, and they've had some hits and they've had some misses, in, in my opinion. Um, they were all decent, I suppose. Uh, I the, the Safaris had a lot of hype behind them. We were talking about hype earlier. Uh, not that much of a fan. I just didn't like the print, thought they were busy. Um, the same, I think, went for the original Princess Pink. Although I will say their version twos, I, I really, really like. Uh, and I think their Mermaid Tails um, and the Alpacas both are, are fantastic. And not only from a design, like a, a print, an aesthetic point of view, but I think something about the construction of those is is more to my liking as well. They might be a little bit of a thinner product, uh, but the taping panel and the tapes hold really, really well. Uh, just the shape uh, is is great. And so, you know, I think sometimes we look at these and we say, well, that's all the same diaper, but just with a different print. That's not that's not the case, I think, for mm-hmm. most of these companies. Certainly, uh, Tykables is very clear about they've got multiple chassis versions with multiple prints on each of those. Uh, the same goes for rears and the same goes uh, for ABU. That's a great thing to point out, right? Because it is tempting to think the only difference is the, the design, uh, the, the, the visuals. But you're right. As the folks are releasing... As companies are releasing these diapers, they're changing stuff. And uh, any specific diaper, you know, your barnyard and your alpaca, that, or I should say your your safari and your alpaca, they're not going to be the same. Um, there's constant tweaking. There's constant changing in the construction, in the fit, in the shape, so in uh, the absorbency. So I'm glad you called that out. I We, we haven't really talked much. Oh, wait, Lou, I want to get to you. So, yeah, I like the convenience of rears i've definitely been in situations where a partner or myself will be 24 7 and life is busy and we don't realize that we're like 
oh my gosh, we have like three diapers left. How are we going to continue on with this? So you can just hop on Amazon, get a pack sent over really quick incognito. And yeah, they're the convenience of them is what draws me to those diapers. And also the little squirts are very cute and they smell like a pool. <laughs> they smell like a pool? Like chlorine? Yeah, you know that like fresh swimming smell? Yeah, I like the smell of chlorine. It's it's weird. Oh. You no, like I diapers, it's very... so... <laughs> it's clean. Yeah, no, yes. I like it. They're um, nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. And rears, rears were some of the first like proper ABDL diapers that I tried. Um, and I... I did have a positive experience with them. So it was just interesting that it hadn't like popped up in the conversation yet because they, they really do have a significant share of the market. They do. They've, they've done really well. Um, there've been some controversy there, but I, I, I think, uh, you know, they've tried to have some variety and introduce new products. And, uh, I think we're fortunate to, to have them in, in the array that we can choose from again, spoiled for choice these days. Uh, one quick example, if you just want to tell the difference in construction is, is get a little monsters, and sit it beside an alpaca and really evaluate that because those are two completely different products. Love the alpaca, don't like the little monsters. The back sheet texture and the tapes don't really stick to it very well, and, mm. and those kinds of things. Um, and yet, from the same from the same company, so there can be a so lot I of differences. A, yeah, that's a fantastic example, and it's a reminder that you may have had a bad experience with one product from a given company or a given brand, and they might make something else that's absolutely perfect for you. Or even a batch. Uh, you know, th- these are not, uh, they do their best to be consistent, but they definitely have batches that, that go up and down. Yeah, that's a great point. And we, we'd even talked earlier about, you know, ABU having maybe one bad batch of something with the tapes and um, and you might write it off, but it could be that it's a fantastic product that just had, had one bad go. So it's, it might be worth returning to. Um, I should call out too while we're on the topic. Uh, um, Cirque Moi said uh, ABU Space is my all-time fave. We hadn't talked about that. It said it's out of this world. Fits me like it was tailor-made, super comfy, reliable. It never leaks and has the right amount of crinkle. Love the alien pattern. It's so playful, and you can watch as they fade. And we hadn't talked about this, but uh, there are like little fun things like that, like fading aliens that do help a diaper kind of feel more interactive or even more babyish um, that that can make things really fun or like what color does the little line down the middle change some people don't want to have a line at all or any kind of wetness indicator where do y'all land on that one um specifically for space uh that was another amazing product when it got launched it had a lot of hype behind it big 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 launch uh the all over blue color and then the the fading uh aliens I think I really like that feature because it it was new to the adult diaper world, but it actually harkened back to uh, fade when wet designs that, believe it or not, go all the way back to the late 70s. There were some brands that came out. Really? Yes, uh, that, that had some fade when wet designs. Um, there was a brand, they had blocks on them, uh, much like one of the Bambino products, but it was an all-over print with blocks, but the letters in the blocks would, would fade when they were wet. So that was a novel thing in the late 70s or early 80s for some kind of off-brand uh, uh, products. So to see that hit uh, in the, uh, the adult uh, or ABDL marketplace and from a great company like uh, uh, ABU was, was really, really neat. Uh, I have some, um, and I like them, but they're sort of a special occasion thing for me because they're just so bulky and thick. They don't serve my everyday needs uh, at all, but that's just me. Yeah, they they are bulky, aren't they? I mean, that would be that would be hard to sort of like operate out in the world with. 
I found the same with Bambinos, and this actually is interesting because um, ABDL Sophia said, Bambino Magnificos, which are actually made by InControl, are so comfy, the cloth stretch sides and the Velcro tabs are perfect. Well, we've talked about cloth and Velcro in the last one, but we haven't spent a ton of time with Bambino. Can can either of you kind of walk us through this Bambino story? They they were so historic, right? They were one of the first. It turns out perhaps not the first ABDL diaper companies, and they, they have had a lot of different products and launches. Talk to me about Bambino. They need to bring back the teddies. You miss the teddies. I will die on this hill. If you follow me on Instagram, I probably post about <laughs> this once a week. I will show up at their doorstep and I will camp out there. I, yeah, I'm not going to expose my favorite diaper yet, but they need to bring back the teddies. What What is it about the teddies? It's the design, the V1s. I think it, same with like the, uh, the SDKs and the Kings and stuff, just looking like that old diaper that you grew up with. And I also really enjoyed the gender neutralness of the teddies because it's just a brown bear with some blue and some pink balloons and stuff. And the V1s are the adorable all white with the landing strip design. And then you got the V2s that are all white all over with like bigger, more sparse patterns, which I think is a lot more baby than the like more consistent loud patterns. So I... They're just classic. They're a very good thing that if they are truly gone forever, we did not deserve to have them taken. But I, deep down, still believe that Bambino is doing a you-can't-come technique. So they're taking away everything good, and then they're going to come back with the same designs aesthetically, but on better diapers. The you-can't-come technique? What is that technique? Like the South Park episode where Cartman buys the amusement park and doesn't let anyone go in. And then oh. every day he lets one more guest. And then so people will spend all their money just to come to this dang amusement park. See, when, when you said you can't come uh, because I'm a pervert, I spelled come wrong in my head. And I was thinking of their, their pull-ups, which ensured that you will never come again. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Ultra Pampers, it's impossible to talk about the history of ABDL diapers without talking about Bambino. Uh, tell me about your, sort of your take on their trajectory. Wow. Uh, that, could be, that could be a pretty long conversation, too. Interesting history there. I don't know the, the deep, deep details. I do know I tried to reach out to the owner at one point, uh, Hirsch Enterprises uh, at one point. They had a product called Secure, or they had a brand called Secure Personal Care, and I think they still have it today, that made medical diapers. But instead of taking the approach that North Shore has taken, they decided to make a landing zone printed diaper for the ABL market. For some reason, they saw that as a market, and, and wisely so. It, it, it panned out. Um, but to make a brand new brand that just addressed that, and that's where Bambino came from with the original uh, landing print um, uh, diaper. Um, that was the, the Classico, right? And then the Bellissimo came out after that, uh, and we were used to those landing print versions. And then it's interesting, they kind of just rested on their laurels for the longest time. We saw no innovation, nothing new, maybe an oddball uh, print for odd times of year or something like that uh, on the landing zone. But, but really, they kind of got forgotten. They got surpassed uh, when Tykables came around and ABU was constantly innovating and still are, and Rears came out. They really, really got left behind, even though they were, they were the original. And I still have a, a very fond place in my heart uh, for that brand. But I will give them some credit. In the past few years, they've now come out with the all-over prints. 
which is funny uh, that, that I like those as much as I do because they don't resemble anything from my childhood as far as a, a baby diaper is concerned. But the construction of those, the back shell uh, suppleness, I guess, it's hard to describe the, the um, tactile sensation that I'm looking for in a back sheet, uh, but they've nailed it with, with those products. Um, and uh, I really I really like them. Um, the uh, the Bellissimo all-overs and, and the Classico all-overs with the big baby blocks. I mean, that's, yeah. uh, that's neat. I will say the, the Classicos and the Bambino Biancos are... I, I was ripping on the pull-ups, uh, and rightfully so, but those hold a very special place in my heart because that was the first ABDL diaper I ever bought. It was the first diaper that wasn't like a drugstore diaper. You know, I didn't walk out of a CVS with it. And my God, I mean, I, I just coveted them so badly and I would sort of hoard, like I'd, I'd do one like every month because it was the only one I'd ever had. I thought I'd never see another one again. Um, but now, of course, <laughs> you know, I've got a closet full, but um, those were really, really special to me. So, uh, they they broke ground um, and they have continued to to do some neat stuff. So pull ups aside, I say uh, Bambino has done some some really cool work. Um, I do want to call a couple of other comments out from some of our listeners uh, who who we haven't mentioned yet. Um, so for instance, Santa Cruz ABDL says rears safaris and tykables overnights. Those tykables overnights are big old thick dips. Um, also, uh, Yay Diapers said Tykeables Camelot for bed, and here's why. They're just so thirsty. ABU Preschool for daytime because they're cute and absorbent enough. I don't have to change after one wedding, but not so absorbent that I'm staying in a wet diaper for six hours and encouraging jock itch. Ain't that right? We were just talking about that with some of the higher absorbency diapers. And this is a new one, XP5000 for the fit, the hook and loop tapes, and how dense they feel. Um so we're we're turning a corner. Uh, before I get into medical diapers, I will say Southern DL couple said we're a huge fan of anything rears. The absorbency and coverage is out of this world. Between all the different designs, there's always another cute option to choose from when ordering more, and that's true. Rears has lots of options. In our experience, the tape hold just as good as any of the other brands. Our all-time favorites would be the Alpacas and Little Monsters. So um, let me turn the corner because XP five thousand came up. Let's talk about medical diapers. I tend to prefer them. I don't have a huge AB side. It's definitely part of me, uh, but I tend to prefer medical diapers. How do y'all make the choice when it comes time to order? Are you going to buy ABDL diapers? Are you going to buy medical diapers? Are you going to buy both? How do you decide? Whoever has the best deals on cases. <laughs> it's all about, comes down to the case price. Well, I mean, but you, you Lou, have talked about everybody loves an all white diaper, and man, medical diapers have been doing that forever. That's true, and I think because they do have sometimes that, like, classic, more, um, not industrial, what's the word? Like, more, it's there for the function. Well, I'm brain farting on the word. It's a more utilitous job instead of it being, like, a ah. fetish item. Since yeah. they're there more for utility, they do still give that classic, just, like, plain white. Maybe you got the wetness indicator, and it's like, no, you're in diapers, so you wear diapers. You don't get this cute bougie adult fetish thing you you wear diapers you know <laughs> oh you have just hit the center of my kink like when you say that i'm like every part of my body's like yes i think that's why i like them you're in diapers you wear diapers that's what this is exactly like you're gonna get the diaper you get you don't get to go pick one out online that's not what this is about <laughs> i mean it is sometimes of course too but of course there's two sides to every coin 
Yeah, and I enjoy all of it, right? It's just wild that like my, my body went, yeah, that was cool. Ultra Pampers, how do you make the choice when it's time to order? Medical diapers, AB, AB diapers, how do you decide? Um, it's tough. Again, spoiled for choice uh, these days. Um, it, it's funny, exactly how you summed it up, how that makes you feel. I think I feel the same way about medical diapers, and I think that has so much to do with the history. I still remember the day when I learned oh my God, they make diapers for adults. I think it was, oh, yeah. uh, I think it was that an was advertisement. Huge. It was an advertisement with June Allison. June at Allison. The back of like, uh, yeah. Yeah. A prevention magazine that my grandparents had or something yep, like yep, that, yep. you know? And I looked yep. at that ad and just stared at it. And I cannot believe this. Cause I was still just trying to, you know, sneak into the diaper aisle at the grocery store sure. and, and see what was there. Had no idea that that was available. So, uh, boy, lots of stories of trying to sneak, uh, you know, adult diapers in and, and all this sort of stuff. Um, but you got exposed to um, the original tins, the original Depend, and, and, and those products. And then uh, when the Internet had some, uh, shall we say, uh, erotic material available that was catered to us, it was those products, you know, uh, sites like Diaper Gal and things like that blew me away in the in the early 2000s but the products you saw were medical diapers and typically european ones which which was extra exotic for someone in the u.s wow look at that i've never seen that before never seen european attends or european tennis and i think some of your audience has mentioned you know the european tennis slips they got to be way way high on the rankings for for medical diapers uh just just renowned um so yeah that's um that's an interesting one for me. And I don't think I have a MedFet per se, but but there's a crossover there that says, hey, you know, these are these are medical diapers and this is what these folks have to wear and in this scenario and the, the fantasies get going with, with some of that. And that's part of the titillating um, part of all this as well. You know, for it, me, it sure is. It yeah, sure it's more is. than just the product in the bag and opening that. It's it's the scenarios that go with it that can get your get your mind uh, reeling. For sure, yeah. And I I have only in the last few years been turned on to Tenna. I was an Abina hardcore devotee for years. But uh, but I'll say Coffee and Crinkle seems to agree with me. Uh, Coffee and Crinkle says, Tenna diapers, European style, so plastic backs, because that is the European style, right? The US style is that they are cloth backed. Uh, because they're discreet, they make a bit of a crinkle and can get squishy. Let's not forget, squishy can be an absolutely lovely thing. Some people love squishy. Some people love soupy. Some people love absolutely dry feeling. Um, uh, is as what it is, says my two favorite diapers are Tenna Maxi Slips. Those are the plastic-backed European style. And the rears in control plus Inspire. So we're talking about a lot of white or medical style dips here. The rears are the most comfortable and thirsty I've ever worn. However, I wear Confidrize 90% of the time for my nighttime dip as these hold just enough and are far, far, far less expensive. Yes, Confidrize 24-7. We hadn't brought it up yet, but before there was Mega Max and before we had Trest, Confidrize 24-7 was the gold standard for how much pee can one diaper hold. And the answer is a whole lot. So if you're wearing 24-7, that gets pretty expensive. Confidrite 24-7s are a nice sort of middle ground before you get to a Trest or necessarily a Mega Max. 
Um, and actually, is as what it is says, I wonder if you could bring on a few of the adult diaper manufacturers and talk about quality and pricing and how to get prices to come down. I think that would be a fascinating discussion. And I say yes. Curious Crinkle Monster says, Tina Slip Maxi for sure. Diaper Marty says, very, very big fan of Tina Slip Ultima, the PE ones. They're discreet but thirsty enough to keep me dry with three to four changes per day. They're very comfy like a glove. Pete Piper says, old school Tenna. I keep. I think I, I'm flipping between Tina and Tenna because I think of Abina and Tenna. Um, Abina is an, was the the M4. I feel like you couldn't have a diaper museum without the uh, Abina Aberform M4s. They. I feel like they are a staple. I've even seen T-shirts that have the design on them. Talk to me about about Tenas and about Aberform uh, Abina Aberform M4s. Oh my gosh, I remember first starting to go more towards like a 24-7 type of wear lifestyle and oh yeah, back in like school and stuff, too, not like high school, but like college and stuff, M4s with like a cute cover over them or like a plastic pants, so that way you can still have your like aesthetic variety, but oh yeah, we all know where we came from. Yeah, I'll agree. Um, that was the the staple for the, for the longest time and nothing surpassed it for the longest time. Uh, and you're right. Even, even the wetness indicator print became something to, uh, uh, I, I think on my computer somewhere in a, in a folder is a wallpaper. You could set your wallpaper to the Abina, Abina uh, stripe and anyone who knew, knew that, that shape. Um, what's interesting is they really haven't changed, but the market has changed and the technology has advanced. Um, and so they've, they've been a bit surpassed. Um, but, but that was a revolutionary, uh, product. Um, it was, um, good stuff. Uh, back to the, the Tina slip, the European version, that is an amazing product towards the other end of the spectrum, right? It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's super, super thin, uh, nice poly back. Um, a lot of people would say maybe that's everything that an ABDL would not want, but it is the the best and still, I think, one of the best for discreetness, but also reliability. The tapes were tiny. I don't know what they're made out of. They must be made out of NASA glue or something because those <laughs> tapes hold on like you would not believe, but they're yeah, only they're amazing. They're really, really small. They're amazing. So uh, if I'm going to take a plane ride or something like that or, or take a trip, they're so thin that I can pack twice as many of those in a suitcase or something as any other brand, uh, yet super comfortable uh, and can count on the tapes, never have a second thought about them. Uh, yeah, wonderful yeah. product. Yeah, and the, the discretion is really fantastic, really for both of those. I think the M4s are a little bit, maybe a little bit more crinkly, but they both have a pretty subtle kind of crinkle factor as compared with, for instance, some of the cheaper options like a um, like a Tranquility ATN or something that's that's thin and, and not terribly effective, but also really crinkly. Um, these are great for discretion. They're great for daily wear. Um, and if you happen to be really into the medical diapers like me, they're super hot because they've got the wetness indicator. Um, they, they feel kind of like everyday wear. Like it's just, when I see these, I just assume it's going to be a 24 seven kind of thing, which is super hot to me. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, I keep oscillating between, is it, is it the tennis slip or is it the M4? And the M4 keeps winning for me because it's just where I started, right? Tennis slips are harder to get. M4s are everywhere. Um, and that, that one, that design, as you said, if you know, then you know. 
I feel like we overlooked, and, and I regret this, but we overlooked some of the smaller manufacturers in ABDL diapers. I do want to call out one that we actually had on the show at one point, um, the Seaside Princess. When you talk about amazing prints, when you talk about being able to print on specific parts of a diaper, the Seaside Princess was remarkable. Do you remember this? I mean, there. this is why the, the mermaids that came out later kind of bugged me because the Seaside Princess was like the original mermaid dip, but with, in my mind, way more impressive printing. They had the the sides that really look like mermaid scales. I thought they were incredible. Have you guys tried these? I, I do not have them. That's actually a, that's an empty spot on my shelf that does... It, they deserve to be there. They, they really do. The iridescence almost of that side print is is fascinating. And you're right, the mermaids are, are kind of a, a, a ripoff of it in their, in their own way. Yeah, I love those. Have, I think they're adorable. Yeah. <laughs> they really are. I just remember the first time that I, that I saw one on uh, when R&T put it on. I, I think we actually did a video about it. And I was like, holy moly, those sides are incredible. I mean, the, the whole print was great, but the mermaid scales were just really impressive. So I didn't want to overlook that one because it's, it's not, I think it's from um, my inner baby. It's not as big of a retailer. It's not as common of a diaper, but it was a real breakthrough. I thought, are there any other medical diapers? We've talked about the XP 5,000. We've talked about Tenas. We've talked about Abinas. We've talked about Mega Maxes. Are there other medical diapers that you guys think we should keep our eyes on? Yes. What are we forgetting? I don't want to cut him off. Um, I So I'm a sucker for the select briefs. Speaking of single tapes with the white um, waistband and the leg pieces, those, they're just great. And honestly, like, if you live in Canada and you can get a case without paying the shipping, they're economically wise. But living in the U.S., I, like, I will never spend $35 on a pack of diapers but I will sometimes splurge and spend the $35 and get a 12-pack of these off of Amazon because I just love them, especially with the SDKs being weird right now. Having another more white and light blue two-tape diaper is just great. And they're just plain. They're just white with the blue. They're great. Yeah. I think you and I are on the same road but in different lanes. So the in-control essential uh, ah. for me is that's – that's the one that if I'm wearing every day, that's, that's it. It checks every box um, for the right thickness, excellent construction, super soft uh, back sheet, very, very soft and comfortable, uh, tapes that just don't give up. Um, love it. And, and a price point that, that's great. Uh, as, as pretty much strictly a DL with just minimal AB leanings, it's funny that I like the printed diapers and the AB uh, DL specific diapers as much as I do, because generally I'm not looking at the prints, uh, and, and I don't need the, the thick ultra capacity of the trest and things like that. That in control essential, it just hits every mark. Hmm. I, I got to tell you, as y'all are sharing with me, I'm opening up new tabs in my browser so that tomorrow I can go back and look for all of these because I've never tried either select nor in control. I know they were out there. I've never tried them and you're talking me into them right now. Also got a hot tip from idiot wind, uh, 1975 who has been on the, the show before as well. Uh, who said I am a better dry acolyte. They are white crinkly and super absorbent with leak guards as tall as trees. I know it's not everybody's experience, but I've never been let down by them. Where does better dry fit? 
Yeah, I have some of the, the better drives uh, in my size and uh, smaller size. Um, good construction, uh, and uh, our our friend is right. Uh, really, really tall league guards. Um, they are they are a medical diaper that that, that hits some marks for sure. I I guess the one thing that if there's any downside to them, I don't think the tapes necessarily stick to the the back sheet all that well, and the back sheet is one of the ones with a bit more of a rough texture to it, which is one of the things that I I don't like about some medical brands. Hmm. Uh, but excellent construction, thick padding, and um, to to the the commenter's point, um, they they probably are a great choice for for a lot of folks. See, now we need to try these too. The only problem is, like, I cannot afford to do this episode anymore because I'm going to run out of room and money for diapers. So thanks a lot, guys. Yep. Welcome to that world. (laughs) Right. I'm, like, sitting here on opening tabs. It's great. (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be a $200 episode of Love and Brief. Look, we could talk diapers forever, and honestly, I would love to. Uh, But we have to, at some point, let our listeners get back to their real lives. Um, I have to ask. It's time. Drum roll, please. What is your number one favorite diaper of all time? And I know I know it's hard to commit, so you're not committed for life. Just right where you are right now. Lou, I'm going to come your way first. What is your favorite diaper ever? Ever, ever, ever. So I do. I have to shout out Little Paws because we didn't mention those once in this episode. Oh, and yeah. everyone talks shit about the picnic table print. I love Little Paws, but not my favorite. I digress. <laughs> the Teddies. Absolutely. I don't know V1 or V2. It would depend on the day. Um, Bambino teddies. Yeah, I will die on this hill. Bambino, bring back my teddies. (laughs) I will see you on your doorstep soon. For legal reasons, this is not a threat. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I I have one right here. I'm like, maybe I'll wear it tonight. But those are the best. Teddies forever. All right. We got one enthusiastic die on that hill. Thumbs up for teddies. Ultra Pampers. What is your favorite diaper of all time? Well, unfortunately, this is one that might need a time machine for for some folks. Oh, but I, it's know un- what, I, I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. It's it's unquestionably the six tape waistband attends when Procter and Gamble still yeah. made them. Um, I'm, I'm I'm fortunate enough to still have some. The problem is uh, it's been long enough that they don't smell like they did when they were new. They had a fragrance to them that wasn't the same as as baby diapers loves and pampers had they had their own but it was fantastic and that was part of the experience too uh and they were in the one of the first that i that i bought uh myself and i was just in in hog heaven um Mm. And, and they're fantastically made. Um, uh, yeah, that, that's a that's a pretty special product. It really, really is. You know, I uh, I kind of have to join you on that one. Vintage attends. I know it's impossible to get now, and they don't exist. And I I, I won't be the guy or gal who pays a hundred dollars online for two of them or whatever, because um, I'm just going to steal them from Ultra Pampers. But um, they are not only nostalgic, but they just nailed everything. I don't even like the idea of three tapes. They nailed everything on that diaper. They did. Unfortunately, you and I are friends. You don't need to steal anything. Uh, My my, my collection is your collection. Are you telling me you'll bring me a vintage of 10s next time you come visit? Is that what I'm hearing? Because I want it on the podcast recorded. 
if you help me get them out of storage, you can have a whole case. <laughs> <laughs> Those, I mean, they really are magnificent. And this is where Trest got me. So the thing that got me on Trest was not the absorbency. It was not the tapes. It was not the construction. It was the feel. The feel inside, the feel on the back, on the plastic. It felt the most like vintage attends of any diaper I've ever bought. Sure. And I'll add in there what was really interesting about vintage attends. And even today, I know we probably don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but today's depend briefs that I know get a lot of hate. Ooh. Today's depend briefs are still made by Kimberly Clark. And I guarantee you that back sheet is the exact same material that they made Huggies out of in the early 90s. A lot of the materials are the very same and they have been for a long time. It's a bit of an anachronism, that that whole product. Um, and, and I like them. I'm actually a fan of those as well. But the the vintage attends that was made uh, with the it, that was actually made in North Carolina. But the suppliers to P and G for that product were making the same back sheets and top sheets and everything that they were making for for Pampers back in that era when I I absolutely loved them. So uh, in some ways, that's the more authentic scaled up baby diaper if you really think about it. Wow. That's good. And they and have got, a three tape for the Depends still. Everyone's just scared to try them. Yeah. I, I mean, I guys, I have to admit it. Depends have a soft place in my heart. Are they good? They're not that good. They're better than most hospital diapers. Um, but they, they have, they've been there from day one. Uh, they're super crinkly. And uh, assuming you're not getting, you know, any of the any of the ones that are meant to be discreet, and uh, that was the first one I ever saw in my life, the June Allison commercial. Yeah, and I'll add that their construction is actually really, really good. So uh, if I were going to wear to a gym or something like that, like I, I've been to a gym lately, um, <laughs> but if I were to, uh, it would be a product like that because the the um, the way the padding is compressed and it's not too thick uh, and the way it holds up, uh, it, it will survive that kind of abuse. And I've mm-hmm. never had issue, issues with chafing with those and, and, and that sort of thing. So it's actually yeah. a good product for that. And I can go down to Rite Aid and get them today. Uh, and it's the last that is still like that. Yep. Yep. Friends, this has been incredible. I am so thrilled to have a two-parter just about diapers. This is We needed a a positive, happy turn. And I got it in spades because you both have such rich knowledge, such passionate experience. I could not imagine picking two better folks to come on and talk with me about this. Lou, Ultra Pampers, thank you so much for joining us for this diaper discussion on Love and Brief. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Really, really appreciate it. This has been super, super fun. For me, too, and I know for our listeners, I think these are going to be two of our most download episodes of the year. Um, so just a reminder, friends, that um, Love in Brief does have a FetLife group. And if you want to join the conversation, uh, just look for the Love in Brief group on FetLife. We're also on Instagram uh, as Resonant Yes. That's me. Also on Tumblr as Resonant Yes. And RNT wasn't with us this week, but she will certainly be back. And we have lots of fun stuff to come. We are sneaking our way toward episode 100. Also looking forward to talking Capcom coming up really soon. So get a little preview of that, uh, talk about what's coming up, and hopefully get ourselves a nice big live show at Capcom that you too can join in, ask questions, and just make a whole hell of a lot of noise with us. Until then, it's been wonderful being with you for these two episodes. This has been another episode of Love in Brief. Love in Brief.